Well, that's a hard thing to understand. Have you ever thought about predestination as the Bible describes it, or the teaching about election, that God chose those who would be saved? And your head just spins on that one. You're not sure if you're supposed to be reassured. You're not sure if you're supposed to be scared. Should I be asking myself, am I one of God's chosen? And if I'm not, is it too late? Is there really no point in me hearing God's word? You can imagine a lot of the questions that can come into people's minds when it comes to this teaching about predestination. Well, guess what? The Apostle Paul, in his letter to his good friends in the city of Ephesus, starts off his letter with words about God's choosing of his people. He says, He chose us in him, God the Father chose us in Christ, before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves in Jesus. So here we have Paul saying, God chose us in him before the creation of the world. And you're thinking, I don't know, the doctrine of predestination scares me. I don't understand it. The fact that Paul puts it very first in line when he thinks of reasons to praise God tells us that this is a teaching we don't, we need not, we don't want to be afraid of. So what is God telling us? Well, if, if I were to ask you, are we saved by God's grace or are we saved by something that we do as humans? The, the inclination of human beings is to say, well, it's got to be something I've done. Otherwise, how, who can decide who goes to heaven and who goes to hell? It must have something to do with whether I, with a decision of my will, decided to accept Jesus into, into my life or reject him. A decision of my will makes the difference between heaven and hell. Well, if it did depend on us in any respect, surely we would mess it up. Uh, we would wonder whether we really meant it when we invited Jesus into our life or something. It just introduces this whole pathway for fear and uncertainty, right? The fact is that a human being is spiritually dead. And if they come to life, if they end up believing in the Lord as opposed to rejecting him by nature, then what does a resurrection take? It takes divine intervention. It takes God bringing us to life. And in fact, that's precisely how the scripture describes faith. That faith is God coming to an individual and bringing them to life, from death to life, and someone after they've come alive, they're just amazed that they're alive. They aren't thinking, well, you know, I kind of made a decision to become alive. That They're not even going there. Salvation, properly understood, is completely, a hundred percent, God's undeserved love. And if it was anything else, we'd have reason to be afraid. But because it is just that, when, a, when an individual is afraid, to know that it is all God is to bring me perfect peace and calm. The teaching about God choosing us is really nothing more than saying it's all God. If it really is all God, then why couldn't he, before the creation of the world, have said, I choose you. You are mine. It makes perfect sense. The teaching of predestination is the ultimate evidence that salvation is completely by grace. And that's what gives you joy. And you can know that when you know that Jesus is your Savior, but then you have those moments where you're afraid, you're doubting, you're questioning, you're wondering about your sin, your guilt. You hate sin, but you're scared to death that God might come and get you. 
when you're thinking about yourself and your weakness and that's leading you to be afraid, then hear God's words which remind you that it never has had anything to do with your strength. I chose you before the creation of the world. It's all me, God says to you. It's my undeserved love. Be at peace.